My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Welcome to Why Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich, and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we just watched Practical Magic. It was very boosky. Very horror-filled. It was definitely horror. The rare movie that I have not seen, don't remember having been made, and knew absolutely nothing about going into it. Uh, Oh, good. I like surprising you. So we've been drinking for hours, which is very out of character. Okay, you can't say it like that. I had one drink. I've been drinking for hours. Yeah. Which is very out of character, but we are professionals, and I do not think you'll notice. You're not sloppy. What you might notice is the fucking block party going on outside of our home. Um, It can't really be helped because I don't schedule the block parties in this town. Well, tonight's a good night to do it. It's pretty warm out, but they will do it when it is absolutely freezing out there. So Yes. It's usually not an issue because we usually don't record near the weekends, but this week we are. Well, this month we are. You, yeah, the whole month. Yeah, your schedule's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I apologize if it's, if it's an issue. I don't think it will be, though. They're calm right now. Usually it takes till a little bit later than now for them to get wild and crazy. Yeah, the, the, they're putting the children to bed now. So, Practical Magic. Great cast. It includes Why Bloody Valentine favorite, Sandra Bullock. Yep. Uh, This is like the end of the first wave of Sandra Bullock. There was a wave? There's been multiple waves. This was after like Speed and Demolition Man and While You Were Sleeping, like in the net. Hope Floats? This is right in the middle of Hope Floats. This is the Hope Floats era. Okay. She was still making popular movies at the time, but she wasn't doing the big blockbusters like she had before. Mm -hmm. Like I said, she comes in waves of amazingness. Her second resurgence, in my opinion, was like Miss Congeniality, Mm -hmm. which was 2000s. Like this movie came out in 98. So I think Miss Congeniality was 2000, 2001. And her third was when she was in The Blind Side. That was so good. Yeah. And then she just kept going and going and going. And now we're in probably the fourth wave which started with Bird Box. That was so good. So she will never age, and we will never stop worshipping her. Yes. She will always be worshipped by both you and I. Yes. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I think my favorite Nicole Kidman movie is The Others. Have you ever seen The Others? I don't know. Have I ever seen The Others? I don't know. We might cover it someday on this podcast. Well, then I'll see it. She was also in Batman Forever, though, so it's tough. As one of those crazy Joel Schumacher Batmans, but it is a Batman movie. It's not really a Nicole Kidman movie, though. It's a Batman movie with Nicole Kidman in it. Okay. So I go with the others. I also have this weird ability to remember every movie I've seen in a theater and what theater it was in. 
this is probably the craziest one of those I have because I pretty distinctly remember seeing the original Batman in movie theaters first. Mm -hmm. But that's Batman. Like, that's a movie you could understand I would remember seeing. Okay. I saw the movie Days of Thunder at a movie theater in Wildwood, New Jersey. You should use your talent for, like, better. Anything else. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was five years old. For, like, better better things. Yeah. Anything important. You don't remember? No. Anything absurdly stupid, I have no problem remembering for the rest of my life. Like, if I asked you to list our child's diagnoses... You could maybe do one out of the dozen. <laughs> maybe. Like, that's important. That's, that's important stuff. You should be able to remember that. But no, you're like, well, I went to a movie theater in Wildwood, New Jersey when I was five. Does that Days help? Thunder, Tom Cruise, <laughs> Nicole Kidman, the mellow yellow car. Yeah. Does, does that help? No, it helps nothing. Nope. Nope. The only place it comes in handy is this podcast. Mm-hmm. So at least it's proving somewhat useful, finally. It's a nice little party trick. Yes, it is. Another Why Bloody Valentine alumni is in this film. Stockard Channing. Who that is? Um, was that Jimmy? Was that, that, G is, was that Gary? Um, Aunt, Aunt Franny? Oh, <laughs> it was a girl? <laughs> yeah, Stockard Channing is a female. Aunt Frances? Yeah. She was in Where the Heart Is. Oh, yeah! That's that's sister brother sister sister brother what is the name sister husband sister husband if you've listened to that episode of the podcast you would also know she was Rizzo from Greece I love her Diane Weist was in Lost Boys which we will be covering next year on this podcast it is we've been doing this podcast far too long to not do Lost Boys okay uh, Aiden Quinn was in Benny and June which I can't stand because of that fucking I would walk 5,000 miles or whatever, 500 miles, and I would walk. That was yeah. that fucking movie. So I hate the movie, and I hate that song. There's a movie about that song? That movie, that song was in the movie. I'm pretty sure, what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in that movie. What movie? Benny and June. I've never seen it. Like, the music video was clips of Benny I mean, that, and June. That song's on a lot of things. It's a horrible song, but yeah. I think it was made for, like, that movie. Okay. And of course, Evan Rachel Wood, who has done a ton of work in film and television, but is currently in the news for exposing what a monumental piece of shit Marilyn Manson seems to be. He was missing a rib. So he yeah, could suck he on, his on dick. dick, yeah. <laughs> so before we get into the film, I'd like to ask for you to explain how this is a horror movie. Um, murder. Uh, multiple times. Zombies. Hello. Um, witches, magic, witchcraft, poisoning, um, domestic violence. Domestic violence. <laughs> That's a fucking stretch. I mean, it was in the movie. <laughs> I, I would definitely say uh, the murders and the zombies and the witches, for sure, were the main reason why this is a horror movie. What the hell? So you're you're gonna stick with it that this was a horror movie. It was so busky, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, I was very so scary the whole time. Listen, sometimes there is an undertone of love story in in horror movies. Okay, they 
they overlap a little bit, and it's fun. Okay. Let's get into the movie, then. We start with a quick little history lesson outlining that they come from a long line of witches. Mm -hmm. It's like the good old Salem witch trials. This has a very northeastern feel. Like, this is somewhere in Massachusetts yeah. or Rhode Island or something like Boston. that. Boston. Yeah. Um, she was seemingly hung for being a witch, fucking everyone's husbands, <laughs> and doing real magic. Yeah. But nope, she survived. She was banished, a lonely, pregnant, single mother that cursed her whole family because men are shit. Mm -hmm. They really get the entire backstory out in just like this fucking avalanche of exposition. They tell you the entire backstory of the family and... Just they just tell you it. Like mm -hmm. there's nothing to figure you out. You needed in this movie. to know. You did need to know. They did not bother with it being like a plot or anything. No, they did not extend the movie, and you should be grateful for I, that. I am. I kind of hate when movies do that though. I know, that's why I said that. Here's everything in the opening credits that you need to know. Mm -hmm. It's lazy. Nah. And I don't like it. It like you said. You no. hate when they draw it all out. You hate when they have 30 minutes of backstory and back scene and we're like, oh, they could have just. I also kind of like to figure stuff out in movies, too. Like, use my, my good brain. We don't need your good brain here. No, we don't. That's for sure. Like don't you said, be mean. I'm not being mean. You are. That was mean. To who? To the movie. Say you're sorry. Not... I'm sorry, movie. <laughs> Film. <laughs> piece of artwork you did say though and i agree it's kind of a blessing because this movie was far too long at an hour and 44 minutes far too long an hour and 44 minutes is not too long for this movie it was far too long 15 minutes your perfect movie is an hour and a half well this is not my perfect movie <sighs> it does seem like a nice upbringing though fun fun ants magic a knitting wheel a knitting wheel that's not a thing <sighs> Spinning wheel. Thanks. Gardens, the ocean, all that shit. That all seems great. It seems like this is a nice nice little childhood they have. You look angry with me. I'm sad you didn't like the movie. I didn't hate the movie. I'll tell you how I'll tell you my opinion of the movie when it's over. Well, I'm just gonna sit here with my pouty face the rest of the time. Well don't sorry. We're gonna talk good things about this movie too. So before we get like way too far into it, this movie gave off Love Witch vibes first for me. Remember the Love Witch? Yeah. Killing everybody with her sex. Sex magic. Uh, I guess the Love Witch actually gives off practical magic vibes, though, because th um, this came out far. If you picked the Love Witch as a horror movie and you're saying that this one is like that, <laughs> um, why, why did I have to convince you that this was a horror movie then? Because I had to convince you that the Love Witch was a horror movie. <laughs> Yeah, using love magic, people dying because they've fallen in love. There's less nudity in this, a.k.a. zero nudity in this. And Quit whining. You can see her freaking boobs in anything. Whose? Nicole Kidman, Sandra Bullock. Not Sandra Bullock. Nicole Kidman? Yes. Eyes wide shut, specifically. See? Random knowledge. There's less Satanism, too, which Sally makes abundantly clear is not part of the craft. Yes. But it's like a similar outline. But I'm not saying this stole off that, obviously, because that came out fucking 20 years later. So we skip ahead three times. 
we start like 300 years prior, mm-hmm. then we get to when they're kids, mm-hmm. and now they're adults. And yes. this is when the movie proper starts. Yes. Nicole Kidman is going to bolt with a guy that is surely going to die for no good reason. Mm-hmm. You never really know if he does die, but they allude to her going through men like crazy. Yes. I don't know if that means that they die or that she's kind of... Well, they have to love her for them to die. I don't think she stays with them long enough for them to love her. Which is not a bad move. Like, they act like she's a slut, but I think it's a good idea. If they're going to die, yeah. yeah. Don't catch feels. Keep moving. She did swear an oath to Sandra Bullock before she left, which comes in handy later. Yes. She's done it several times in her life. Yep. Jill is the wild child. Sally is like the nerdy goody two-shoes. Mm-hmm. Which is a good thing that she got the magic and Jillian didn't. Yes. She she would have used it. Yes. As she does with her own magic that she has eventually. Mm-hmm. So I do feel for Sally, though. She's outcast, awkward, extremely good looking. I like when I can relate to a character really good, like really deeply, because I am also all those things. <laughs> toot toot. <laughs> so that drew me in a little bit. Okay. And she's got an interested suitor who walks around the town with fruit on a hand truck for their whole relationship. Mm-hmm. And then we jump ahead three more years. So we weren't in the movie proper. It's got to be more than three years, though. Her kids are like eight and nine years old. Yeah, they are much older than three. Yeah. So either some of them were out of wedlock or we jumped ahead again at some point. Yeah. And they did not tell us. But Jill is partying it up, apparently really living life to the fullest. She's in love with a bad boy, though. Mm-hmm. It's always those fucking bad boys. You yeah, think, it's a bad idea. You think you want a bad boy? You don't want a bad you boy. You don't. Because they do bad things. They treat you badly. We got to get back to Sally, though, because I hear a beetle. The freaking Death Watch beetle. Yeah, it's a fucking problem, this beetle. And I was wondering. I'm going to freak out if we get one in our house. What, a beetle? Yeah, and it starts making noise and we're like, oh, God, he's going to die. You can't go to work today. I could die here. Nah! Like, you could be like, I hear that beetle. I guess it's time. Rich! What? I'm not going to kill you! Family history. Stop! So I, I, I seriously thought this motherfucker was going to get killed by the Tour de France going through the yeah. fucking town. Yeah. Because I was wondering, like, is this a comedy yet? And I thought for sure some bicyclist was going to kill him. But it was a truck. Mm-hmm. It's sad. And immediately they go to Sandra Bullock. And she's fucking bawling. Well, she tore her goddamn house apart looking for this beetle. She really did tear So what, if she in. kills the beetle, he don't die? That's what I was wondering. I was like, why don't they just kill the beetle? But apparently you can't find a fucking beetle when you need it. So she's crying. Mm-hmm. Bawling. She does that so well. She does her crying scenes, her brokenhearted scenes, all of it. It's I wrote perfect. down she has her Hope Floats cry face on. It gave me all the Hope Float vibes. It really did. I wrote that in here too. This actually is Hope Float vibes too. Because I said it had Love Witch vibes, but it has way more Hope Floats vibes. Marriage ends. She's back with the woman slash women that raised her. Mm-hmm. They're fucking weirdos. Just well, like She's the laying mom. in bed, depressed, won't get out of bed. Her kid wants her out. Yeah, it's exactly like Hope Floats for like five whole minutes. She, Throughout the movie too, kind of. She is literally the witch version of Birdie from Hope Floats. But I love her. Yes. I will say this. I liked Hope Floats more than I liked this movie. Okay. 
So it's very annoying that the family caused this with a love spell. Like, they knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So they... The, the they aunt, said they didn't think that she would fall in love with him. Fair. Very big risk to take. Yeah. They got this guy killed. Especially since they used a love potion. And... What did you think was going to happen? And and she wasn't as upset with them as I think she had the right to be. Yeah. That, that they got this motherfucker killed. Yeah, but she did get... I mean, it looked like 10 years. And two kids. Uh-huh. So... If I've learned anything from all these movies, love magic is no bueno. No good. Okay. Don't do it. We won't use it. It's as if these ladies run their own little Hogwarts for kids that don't have fathers. Yeah. <laughs> at this point. Why do they only have girls? Why is it two girls? They all... Not only is it two girls, it's the same two girls. Because those two girls have the same hair color and exact same personalities as Sally and Jillian. Mm-hmm. And then the ants. Yeah. So it, they have the same two girls over and over and over. Mm-hmm. But it was nice that Jillian came home, back to her sister, got her out of that fucking bed, just like in Hope Floats. Mm-hmm. The sister didn't do it in Hope Floats. No, not the sister, but someone did it. Someone went up there and was like, you got to get out of this bed and, and take her mama. care of your child. Yeah, but someone did it. Okay. So like I said, the kids look exactly like Sally and Jill. They act exactly like Sally and Jill. Those people are terrified of the chicken pox. Mm-hmm. Like they are so fucking scared. Like it's a pox on both your houses. That's <laughs> Shakespeare. Usually I, usually I quote professional wrestling. But tonight it's Shakespeare. Yeah. What was it? Who, who said that? Mercur- Mercurio? I don't know. I've never read Shakespeare. Oh, sorry. So I was aware, I was not aware that nudity was optional when dancing under the moon. I want to dance under the moon naked. So do I. We can do this. Together? Sure. When's the next full moon? I have no fucking clue. I don't think we can do it in Shemokin. Get in trouble. Get raped and pillaged. All the shit going on in this town, you think they would care if two attractive human beings were dancing naked under the moonlight? Yeah. Well, that's fucked up. Those police should have better things to do than bother us. We're not bothering anyone. But what's the point of dancing under the moonlight if you're not naked? Yeah. Nothing. And it's Sally's turn to comfort Jillian. Jimmy isn't dead, but he did beat the shit out of Jillian, so he absolutely should be. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought he was dead, and that's why she went there. But no, he just beat her up. And now the motherfucker kidnaps him. And he's telling some long-winded story so he can justify branding Jillian. So he really has to go. Yes. Like, he's the only bad guy in the movie. Mm-hmm. Arguably, the ants are bad because they got that fucking guy killed, though. That's not great. They got what guy killed? Uh, Sally's husband. Oh. So you counted two deaths in this movie? I counted three deaths in this movie. Because he got killed twice? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I counted one dead bird. Mm. Zero boobs, zero jump scares. It's a PG movie. What do you expect? So for some reason, they stopped for him to piss. Mm-hmm. They stopped for this man to piss. He had been drinking a lot. Yes. And you know what happens when you drink a lot. But You have to pee a lot. They could have left him there. Yeah, I was wondering that too. Why are they not just driving away? Yeah, you could just ditch him. He's pissing. Just go. Because... 
he was really pissing. Right. He couldn't have stopped. It was fire hose pissing. He was out there for a long time pissing. Even if he did stop, what's he going to do? Yeah. Run after him while being everywhere. Yeah. Just pissing on himself. Yeah. And they were in a car, so. And he would definitely. They would easily get away. He he would have to run after them backwards to avoid pissing on himself. <laughs> He'd be running into the pee. Yeah. He'd be pissing all over himself. And he wouldn't catch him. No. So he'd be covered in piss. Probably yeah, get arrested. They should they should have driven they away. Just driven off. It doesn't matter though, because Sally poisoned him. He's dead. No loss. This is when I started to have some problem with the movie, though, because Jillian, for whatever reason, thinks bringing him back as something quote dark and unnatural is a better option than just ditching the body. Right. He was already dark and unnatural. You bring something back that was more than that. Uh, that's not a good idea. No, that's bad. And they gotta have some sort of magic to disappear a body. Yeah. If they can bring one back, there's gotta be, like, even, like, turning it into a frog or yeah, something, something, you know? like Lots of frogs on this property. Yeah. That would have worked. Yeah. Or just, poof, the body's gone. Or just, hey, let's dig a fucking hole. That's what they eventually yeah, well, that was anyway. That was plan B. So they are drawing on this man with whipped cream. Sally is eating the whipped cream off of him. This is foreplay on a corpse. No, it's not. We missed a golden opportunity to draw on your stomach with whipped cream and have me eat it off you on the podcast like an Armageddon with an animal No, because that wasn't a sexy scene like it was in Armageddon. He was dead. Not cool, Rich. No. No, I don't want to pretend to be the dead guy dead girl in this case no what is wrong with you nothing is wrong with yeah me. there is you're weird that's weird how's that weird listen to yourself pretend to be a dead guy while i dead pretend girl. to do a witchy ritual to bring you back to life and eat whipped cream off your stomach no that's weird it's weird not everything has to be turned into foreplay, you freaking weirdo. I think. No. <laughs> I think the audience will come down on my side. With no, this. I don't. I think they will. Not at all. I'm not usually terribly confident that they will side oh, with me. Get a life. But I think in this scenario, they're going to be on my side. No. I do got to say, though, after the foreplay, I was super pumped they didn't stab this motherfucker in his eyes. I thought they were going to stab him in his eyes. They were supposed to stab him in his eyes. Thank maybe, God. They didn't maybe that's stab. where they went wrong. Thank God they didn't stab him in the eyes. And like I said, I counted the frying pan death mm-hmm. as another death. I so know. You said. That's how I get the three. I don't count him dying as a ghost later, though. Okay. Because fucking come on. How many times can I count this guy dying? I didn't even use ghosts as a reason why this was also a horror film. Jeez, I'm just making your case for you yeah, now. Thank you. They finally decide to do the sensible thing, though, and just bury the fucking body, mm-hmm. which is what that should have been plan A. And somehow the grass was still alive. And like, what did they do? Like pick up the sod and then dig underneath it and put it back down? Maybe he brought the grass back to life like he created that rose bush. Instantly? Maybe. Okay. I don't know how it works. I don't know what the fuck, where they screwed up. They probably screwed up when she was going, instead of, because it was close enough, remember? Mm-hmm. I said, they probably got to be pretty accurate. I don't know how spells work, but I don't think close enough 
Not everybody can roll their tongue like that. Then maybe not everybody should do magic. You're right. The girls are back. The little girls, the daughters. Yes. And they did dance naked. Yes, they did. And it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> because they're babies. Because they're children. Like, children, children. Mm-hmm. So. But would... you did say that is the only way to dance under the full moon. It is. And in a PG-13 movie, it's a little weird for me. I did not expect it. Those you didn't see it. Those grandmothers do not listen to their mother at all. No. And they're not grandmothers. They're great aunts. Great aunts don't listen to the mother at all. No. And they should. They didn't listen the whole time. You're going to watch some of these children and you should listen to the directions about the nudity of the children. Yes. At the very least. Keep my children clothed. That's when you follow. <laughs> yes, I agree. So Sally is top of the phone tree. Which I think is Jill's doing, right? Yes. Because Sally wouldn't do that. Right. She's ethical. Well, she said in the meeting, she's like, that, that was me. Yeah, but the, the other one was her, too, where she whipped that lady. Yes. That was her, too. We used to make calls like this for basketball. Like, I'd have to call, call everybody. Chains. Yeah, it was kind of a call chain, but mostly I just called everybody. That That's not a call chain, then. Right, but I wanted to call everybody. I could see how you would want to be doing this. Then why did you want to put... Why did you want to just tell me that then? Because it was kind of a call chain, but I would call more people than other people. That's not a chain. I know, but I can't rely on anybody else. But why are you telling the story now if it's not a chain? It was supposed to be a chain. Oh, my God. But I was a bigger link in the chain than everyone else. And I liked it. I enjoyed it. Okay. So I could see why Sally would want to do this. Okay. She'd want this responsibility. She doesn't use it for good. Well, she kind of does. She wants it because it's a popula- popularity contest. And she just wants to be popular? Yeah, she, she wants always normal. wants to just be normal and everyone to like her and stop calling her d- witch and a bitch. Well, she is a witch, so... So it took you 50 minutes, five zero minutes, to remember that you've seen this movie. Yeah. That is stunning. Well, some of the stuff seemed kind of familiar, but a lot of it was in the trailer so i was like maybe that's why it seemed familiar but then when they had the midnight margaritas i was like yep i've definitely seen this the scene looks familiar to me too but i'm positive i didn't see the movie yeah and after that you did yes like yes i remember this i remember remember everything after that maybe i wasn't paying much attention to the beginning of the movie when i watched it the first time that's possible i do that yeah it takes me a while to get into it, and then, I, then I'm then i into it, and then I don't know what's going on because I wasn't paying attention to the first half hour. Yeah, that's true. You did that with Looper a couple nights ago. Rich. And you love that movie. It's endearing. It is. I love it. I love it about you. <laughs> I do. I was like, I hope my soulmate asks me questions about the movie yeah. <laughs> that we're watching. No, you don't. You hate that. <laughs> no, I don't. I love yes, it. Yes, you do. I'm sorry. It's cute and adorable. No, you're lying. I want to answer all the questions while pinching your cheeks. You're lying. I'm lying to make you feel better. That doesn't make me feel better if I know you're lying. But I'm not lying. Yes, you are. And you just said, I'm lying to make you feel better. I, I meant to say- The words you said was, I'm lying. I meant to say, if I'm lying. No, but you didn't. <laughs> Now you're still lying and looking right at my face. <laughs> I'm not looking at your face. I'm looking straight <laughs> down at the floor. Just like a liar would. Yes. Classic liar pose. <laughs> See? Fucking liar. <laughs> so I do like that Midnight Margaritas just turned into passing around a bottle of tequila. I did that today. 
You pass it around? It was more like juggling <laughs> a bottle of tequila. Because there's a lot of miners in this house. Who are you passing it to? <laughs> it was it was more like juggling a bottle of tequila because <laughs> I was the only one drinking it. Pass it to yourself. But I, I, I related to them in that scene. I've never bought a bottle of tequila with a worm in it. And they even said, I got a nice worm for you later mm-hmm. in this movie. Are you really supposed to drink the worm? Um, no, you're supposed to eat it, not drink it. And my stepdad eats the worm. Gets a drunk off his ass when he eats that worm. Do you think the worm makes you drunker? No, I don't. Or do you think- I think you have to be drunk to want to eat the worm. I kind of think like the worm stays so far down in the bottle, you have to drink a bunch of the tequila to get it. Well, yeah, of course. So that's probably why you get drunk. Right. But people think the worm gets you really drunk. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I think you have to be that drunk to eat the worm. And you have to get to the bottom of the bottle, which means you drank quite a bit. Yeah. If any of you guys want to share a bottle of tequila with me. No. You're not allowed anymore, remember? Okay. Never mind. I was gonna. No. Only beer. I was gonna offer you the worm. If someone else has an already 80% finished bottle of tequila... With the worm in the bottom, then you can share a shot with them. And they can, they can have the worm. They as can a have token, the worm. <laughs> a token of my goodwill. But there them. will not be a full bottle of tequila with you and anyone else. What about with just me? No! Okay. That is how you ch- puked in the tub the last time. You drank me. the whole bottle yourself. But it wasn't, I wasn't. I, they had a little. <laughs> you poured out one shot for someone else. The rest was, the entire bottle was you. And half a pizza. I don't even remember. Which did not stay. I don't remember there being pizza. I remember the pizza. pizza. Distinctly remember the pizza. Had to pick it up with my hands remembering the pizza. Mm -hmm. You started this. Yeah, this isn't going the way I envisioned. Okay, we'll get back to the midnight margaritas. I was trying to extend an offering of goodwill towards anyone who wants one. No, but you're not allowed to drink liquor socially anymore. I know. It's against the rules. I know this. (laughs) Because you're a toddler. (laughs) <laughs> that would have killed a toddler <laughs> and some adults you possibly. are you are a toddler trapped in an adult body okay i'll accept that so the ants are gone do you say aunt or aunt aunt okay i yeah. am country rich i was reading a goosebumps i also book. say sandra and you say sandra i guarantee you her name is sandra Bola. okay well i say sandra i can't help it okay i was reading a goosebumps book one time on the way to the Bloomsburg Fair when I was a kid. So like fifth grade or whatever. Fourth grade, fifth grade. More random stuff that you're And reading. I pronounced it aunt. And my dad laughed at me so hard. It stuck with you? Yeah. You okay? Yeah. What a stupid trauma to keep with you. Also, why would you laugh at me? That's how it's spelled. We all have those little things. So the children are seeing the dead body. His boots are above ground. And he's given them a beautiful rose bush, which is objectively a sweet gesture. Mm-hmm. Until bush. it scratches the shit out of her. Well, she's tearing it down. So it's going to scratch her. Because they don't like them. They're chopping it down. I would. You might as well just keep it. You ain't getting rid of him by getting rid of that. They didn't know. And now we are introduced to what I'm assuming at this point when we're watching the movie is Sally's next love interest. You called it right away, but you'd seen the movie. I'd seen the movie. Sorry. (laughs) And just like in The Love Witch, he's a cop. Mm -hmm. The final love interest in that movie was a cop. The final love interest in this movie was a cop. Which is why this was a horror movie. Mm -hmm. Already established this. Mm -hmm. 
So Sally really sucks at talking to cops. I, I don't think it's the cop thing. I think it's because he's her soulmate. She mm-hmm. cannot lie to him. I don't think she realized it yet, though. No, 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 no. The townsfolk, they also suck at talking to the cops. <laughs> well, they're really good at talking, but they're really bad at giving. They actually did give a lot of really accurate information, mm-hmm. though, it turns out. But they're not afraid to blame them at all. Right. And on a positive note, the boy has chicken pox. Mm-hmm. So this whole time, Sally is like oblivious to the fact that the ants are teaching the little girl's magic. Yes. Like they drop little hints in there all throughout the movie. Like she knows what those seeds are. Mm-hmm. She actually gives them chicken pox. Mm-hmm. And Sally's somehow oblivious to it. Oh, yeah. They're doing magic. So they're making a potion to send the cop away. And Jill talks about the guy that Sally created to protect her. Sally recognizes the cop before this, mm-hmm. when she first meets him. Neither of them have put together that this is the guy that Sally created. Right. And she didn't I, create him. She summoned him. Yeah. Well, I get she almost kind of created him, too. In she the beginning summoned of the movie. him. And he came when she needed him? Like, if this particular person existed, he would come to her. Okay. Like, he was probably a child when she was a child. He obviously couldn't flip pancakes at that time. No. But when he grew into that person, he came to her. I was thinking the weird eye thing is why she... Well, yeah, well, the weird eye, I mean, that happens. Does it? Yes. Okay. I'll take your word for that because I've never seen it. It's like, what are they called? Chimeras or something like that? When you have, like, two different... You can even have, like, two different pigments on each side of your body. Yeah, I know. I thought that was an autoimmune disorder, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not talking about that. (laughs) We'll look it up afterwards. I'll show you. Okay. So this is why she can't lie to him. And she doesn't because she admits to killing Angelov a few times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She admitted it. She told him the truth Mm -hmm. and he didn't believe her. Nope. But the girls love Gary and they don't really know about this whole summoned him thing, do they? Not yet. It was when they were making the spell, yeah, they figured it out. When they realized that he could flip pancakes, the little sister ran to the big sister. She's like, he can flip pancakes. And they both ran out, and they watched, and then they started grilling him. They realized that he has a star, and they asked, what was the other question they asked him? Oh, if he could ride a horse backwards. Mm -hmm. Backwards, forwards, sideways. Mm -hmm. And so when they brought the syrup out, they were like, no! You bitch. Yeah, ran off with And it. he's also really cool to them, mm-hmm. so they would like him. He's rugged and caring. Mm-hmm. Again, someone I can relate to. Okay. Because I'm rugged and caring. I know. That is not the I know face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm caring. Mm-hmm. Rugged. Mm-hmm. Carolyn, I'm at least one of them. Damn you. Wow, that's so caring. You just damned me. <laughs> damn you to heaven (laughs) that's what i meant right and he's found the ring it came out of a fucking frog Mm because there's frogs everywhere so he's on to them but he's not on to them in the way you think he doesn't think they killed him no he thinks they're hiding him yes so sally is going to spill the beans and she's going to find out he read her letter and came to him her yes like i thought when she went to the hotel that's what she was going to find out she did Sort of. He eventually admits that the letter is why he came to her. Yes, but but she she also figured out who he really was once she saw his eyes. Yep, because they're kissing. 
Mm-hmm. They said they couldn't. No. Multiple times. And he, they kissing. He picked her up, slammed her against the wall. <sighs> Rugged. Yeah, you like that. I know. <laughs> well, I know. Um, and she can't. She can't. She can't. Which means he has to put yeah, her on the bed. Yeah, he said he couldn't either. Yeah, they both can't. No. Which means you got to go on the bed yeah, now. Gotta, which means you have to start kissing some more and then start yes. getting naked. That's yes. exactly what it means when you say you can't. And then she notices he has one green eye and one blue eye. Mm-hmm. And also two blue balls because she fucking bolted out yeah. of there when boy thought he was going to get laid. <laughs> yep. She's like, I'm out. And he was like, I was just born with it. There's no time for jokes, though. Jimmy is back as a zombie ghost thing. Yes, she heard the children and her sister calling for her. Yes. He goes for the old heart grab, but he grabs the badge instead. Mm-hmm. And the silver star makes Jimmy disappear? You know how silver is? Yeah. From Supernatural. We've seen Supernatural. This is the same universe as Supernatural, I'm going to assume. So we are safe for now. And she thinks that he's gone. And dead. Yes. That this man finished him off. Mm-hmm. And I could not fathom that it was so easy to kill the monster at this point in time. Like, killing this monster was shorter than that exposition at the beginning of the movie. You thought it was over? Well, kind of. Have you never seen a horror movie? Come on. You're right. The You're monster right. is never really dead. You're right. I was still under the impression this wasn't a horror movie. See? That's your problem. <laughs> We are one hour and 23 minutes into a one hour and 44 minute movie. And from behind me, I hear, see, it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. That was you. Mm-hmm. Was that when you decided it was a horror movie or was that when you're like, yeah, bitch? Yeah, yeah, that's when I was like, picture proof right here. You need nothing else. Look at how horror and booski this is. <laughs> it is very booski. So he figured out he came for her. And she tells the story of how she called for him. Mm-hmm. It's love that he's feeling. It's the love that he's been searching for. Don't. Don't what? Don't sing it. Don't. Don't. I'm going to let you off the hook this one time. So it's annoying that the ants left so the girls could clean up their own mess, but the girls didn't clean up their own mess. No, they did not. He cleaned up the mess that time, and then Barely. they came back. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. luckily, he just cleaned up the mess. Mm-hmm. And then they came back to clean up the rest of it. Yeah. And they barely got there in time then. Because Jillian isn't Jillian. She's no. fuckface, whatever his name yeah. was. She licked her sister in the face. Yeah. What a swerve. But the ant, like I said, the ants are back. And she's using the fucking phone tree to recruit the entire town. Which they hates her. They need an entire coven. To be a coven. Yes. This town hates her. And they're all yeah, in. But what better way to bring them together? I agree. And I could not, I was like, fuck you, phone tree being foreshadowing that I didn't get. <laughs> I thought it was just a fucking cute scene in the movie. Like, See, you fuck did. Fuck you. You didn't figure everything out. No, you didn't. Did not. You could use your little brain. Yeah, you're right. But the town's super into it. They just wanted her to be honest with them and not hide who she is, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they wanted to be part of the fun. Yeah. They want to be friends with the witches. This is very small town gossipy, mm-hmm. which we all know if you live in a small town, that's, that's real. Mm-hmm. That's real stuff. In the end, it's all about community. Yeah. Kinship. Yeah. Living. Working together. Laughing. Loving. What are you, what are you doing? Live, laugh, love. Oh, my God. Every time we see a movie about witches, I want to become a witch. Like, you think magic is real? I want to think magic is real. Okay. 
but not love magic. No, because it's so dangerous. Okay, Look yeah, what happens please, every time. Please don't use that. I want to become like a witch or something in the vicinity of a witch. This seems like a good community that I could be a part of. If you're going to use your love magic, could you use it on people that I don't know or care about, please? I'm not going to use love magic. Okay. I'm just, that's I the only want, thing I ask, okay? I don't okay? want people to die that I like. Okay. That's the opposite of what I want. I want them to like me, not die. So the the whole procedure of the townsfolk coming together to help the witches instead of persecute them, very rough on Jilly. Mm-hmm. How Sandra Bullock feels and looks during this procedure is how I felt during every single birth you gave. <laughs> that they're killing you. Every single one of them. There's a, I was kind of possessed. There's an entity coming out of you. You're yeah. writhing on the bed. Oh my God, she's getting killed by this thing inside of her. It, it felt like it. So I hope you know. And it wasn't every single child. You weren't even there for two of them. I know, but like the the lead up, you were in so much pain the whole time. Yeah. But he's out. The suburban white soccer moms have had the time of their life, and we get a happy ending. Mm-hmm. They were so happy. They, they were. were. They were thrilled. They were rolling around on the floor and shit. Mm-hmm. They were sweep. Let's sweep. What they say? Let's sweep. Take them out, out the of trash here. or yeah, something, something like that. that. Some yeah. catchy little fucking line that was cool. And our police officer has returned for the love of his... clean house, right? Yeah, let's let's clean clean house. house. Yeah. Yeah. So the police officer has returned for the love of his life and the witches, who have now been fully accepted by the community, do fly off the roof on Halloween. Yes, they do. They jump off the roof. I like it. You were typing away, and I was like, look, look! Because I knew that it was going to happen. I remembered the movie. Basically, this is a movie about killing your abusive significant other and a community along with law enforcement, rallying around you to help. <laughs> and I think we can all get behind that. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't mad at them. I think they did the right thing here. I think everybody played their role perfectly. Yeah, they did great. I didn't think it was bad. Like, I didn't hate the movie. Okay. I think you got a little used to me loving the movies that you picked. Whatever, you love the next one. It was an all right movie. I think my problem with it was it wasn't funny enough to be a comedy because it wasn't that funny. There were funny parts. It was a horror movie. It's not supposed to be funny. I know, but it wasn't very scary. And it wasn't love witch. It was it wasn't heartwarming enough for me to absolutely fall in love with it like I did with Hope Floats. That's the problem. You saw Hope Floats first. (laughs) Yeah, this should have been the fucking appetizer (laughs) for Hope Floats. Yeah, because Hope Floats is far better than this. Would you agree with that? Yeah, of course. Hope Floats is one of my favorite movies. But I didn't hate it. It was pretty good. I'll probably give it like a three on Letterboxd out of five. That's not bad. Okay. That's fine. That's what it was. For me, it was just okay. It was fine. Okay. I have picked movies that I've liked less than this on this podcast. How about that? That's good. (laughs) Like The Love Witch? No, I like The Love Witch more because there was no. No, ew. (laughs) Um, Manos, Hand of Fate. (laughs) That's a fucking big one. (laughs) Yeah, that was bad. Practical Magic had a budget of $75 million and a box office of $68.3 million. Losing money despite opening Mm. at number one the week it was released. That sucks. Yes, it does. Well, we contributed $4 tonight. Yeah, so I'm sure they've made it back by now. Practical Magic has an abysmal 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, that's not good. This movie is not that bad. It is not a 21% movie. It's just a fine middle of the road 
PG movie. Yeah. And these things were pumped out like crazy in the 90s movies like this. Yeah. Movies like this, Hope Floats, all that shit. Some of them were better than others. Mm-hmm. But again, I didn't hate it. Didn't love it. It was fine. Okay. It was long. It was too long. Quit whining. It's barely nine o'clock. What? It's not about how late it is. It's about how long the movie was. It wouldn't have been as long if freaking children hadn't kept coming and interrupting. We blame the children a lot for interrupting. This was a phone call that oh, yeah. took up most of our time. Too. But anyway, if you want to watch it, watch it. Like I said, it's four bucks. Yeah, well, people have probably already seen it. Yeah, I have people quoting this fucking movie to me on Facebook right now. Yeah, see? Somehow. Put the lime in the coconut. I think... I have seen that part before. I've had to have seen that part before because I remember Sandra Bullock like dancing down the steps like that. And unless she's danced like that in other movies... I don't know, man. Which is possible. Yeah. I really think I've seen that part before. I don't know. Because I think it's where I know that song from. And then I know it from, I think there's a Coca-Cola commercial when they came out with Coke with lime in it that changed the words that you put the lime in the cokia nut. Mm-hmm. Which is lame. But that's it for us this week on Why Bloody Valentine. This podcast is running somewhat longer than I imagined it would have. We will let you go to be with your families because holiday season. Bah humbug. Don't you dare, bah humbug. You said that real quiet, too. I'm going to fucking amplify that and post. Post is what us professionals say. Post-production. The editing phase. Say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn. Say Merry Christmas, Carolyn. Mm. Say Happy Holidays, Carolyn. Mm -mm. Sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So just bye. Bye.